Hi, I'm Ruby. And I'm Rachel. And this is our podcast, Quarter Life Crisis. It's our first podcast for 2024, and this week we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. We'll share our ins and outs for the year and how New Year's resolutions can help your current quarter life crisis. Let's get into it. All right, so first ep back for 2024, Rach. How exciting. Um, do you want to start us off with your win and crisis of the, well, I want to say week, but obviously like kind of like the last month because we haven't done a pod for a while. Yeah, well, I mean, we've been on our holidays and that sort of thing. So a lot's happened, but I guess I'll just, yeah, think about the past week or the past couple of weeks. My win is that I don't have COVID anymore because I got COVID January 1st. And that was a real bummer to wake up on the first day of the year. Bad start to the year. Yeah, both of us have had an unlucky few weeks. I got COVID on Christmas Eve. So that's very worse, I think. Unfortunate. Uh, uh, yeah, it's fine. I wasn't that sick, which was lucky. But anyway, it was just like funny that Rachel and I, we, we didn't give it to each other. We haven't seen each other for weeks, but we both had it. So <laughs> yeah, I was pretty sick. I just kind of had like a bad cold. Yeah. Like pretty run down, yeah. snotty. But I didn't lose, like, taste or smell or anything. That's good. good. And all better now. Yes, I'm all better now. That is my win. (laughs) I'm healthy. I'm immune. I'm back at it. My crisis currently is me and Tom are looking to buy a house. Exciting. Which is, like, a bigger thing. But, um, yeah, I just don't really – like, I've been thinking about, like, where I want to live. And I thought I wanted to, like, live near the city and be, like, a cool city girly. But I'm, like – it's kind of sad, but am I, like, at the point in my life where I could, like, actually enjoy living in, like, the suburbs? Because when I think about it, I don't really, like, I don't leave the house a lot. I like to go on walks. I like to go to Pilates. I like to get coffee. Serious adults and things. Yeah, but, like, I live in Brunswick at the moment, right? And Brunswick's very, like, alternative and cool and trendy. And when I really think about it, I'm not very alternative and cool and trendy. So, <laughs> like, I'm I'm just trying to, like, come to terms with that a bit um, and just accept that I am an incredibly basic white girl who likes Pilates and the side balls. I so. think that's totally <laughs> fine as a fellow basic white girl. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm coming to terms with this identity. So I'm like, where can I live that will... Give me those things, but it's not as expensive as South Yarra or as busy. I don't think I want to live somewhere busy as well. So, yeah, I need to kind of figure that out. If anyone has any, like, suburb recommendations, (laughs) let me know because I only know Hawthorne and Brunswick and Kensington. And that's me ponds a bit. Slide into Rachel's DMs with your suburb recommendations. Yeah, (laughs) please do. All right, what about you? Um, well, my win for the, yeah, I guess this week, um, is, yeah, we're about to apply for our Portuguese visa. Hopefully tomorrow, um, we just need to buy our travel insurance today. We've like been doing research on that. Um, and then, yeah, we're going to apply for our visa and then fingers crossed it comes through. So we're two and a half months out from leaving Australia. Um, but, and they say the visa can take 30 days to process, but up to three months. So it's very vague. So it's really annoying because we can't like really plan any of our trip until we know about the visa because obviously they hold on to our passport until the visa is processed. So that is the problem is that we need to, yeah. Like you, they physically have your passport. Yeah, like, we have to send it to oh, them. Oh, damn. So it's kind of like that thing of, well, we don't want to book anything because what if we don't get our passport back in time and then we have to like change our flights and all our booking mm. and accommodation and stuff. So hopefully 
they'll get it done within a month. But my God, like if they're as slow as they are replying to my emails, they don't answer their phone, like the Portuguese Portuguese consulate. <laughs> they don't answer their phone. They take a week to reply to emails if they reply at all um, to questions because it's so confusing. Like the process is just, there's so much to it um, and just this diff- different information everywhere. So fingers crossed that that'll happen. So I'm really excited about that actually finally happening because it's been like lots of time and effort and put into collating all the stuff we need um, to be able to do that. So, yeah, very exciting. Um, and, yeah, I, I guess that is just the exciting thing is it's getting very real that we're moving overseas soon. Um, but I guess that was also my crisis at the same point at the same time because I feel like pre-Christmas it felt like, oh, it's exciting, we're moving overseas next year. Post-Christmas it feels very, very real and I'm, like, terrified because it's like, well – my whole life's about to change. It's good, obviously. We've decided to do this for a reason, but change is still scary. Yeah. And obviously every single thing about my life is going to change. And I know that when I get back to Australia, everything will be different as well. So it's that thought of like, it definitely is like a pivotal moment in life, which is scary. Um, so my anxiety is through the roof, but that's fine. Probably should stop drinking coffee for the next few months. <laughs> get on the decafs. Um, yeah, I guess kind of winning crisis in both there. But yeah, overall, very excited, so... Yeah, Europe girly. I know, it's so exciting. <laughs> so as we mentioned in the intro, we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions, um, sort of what we think about them and not not like our resolutions necessarily, but we wanted to do that like ins and outs trend mm. um, and share them. I'm sure everyone's seen that over TikTok. Um, it was kind of fun. Like I like doing a trend. Me too. Yeah. It's very fun. <laughs> I think, yeah, I guess that's the thing with New Year's resolutions. I think either you love them or you hate them. I quite like setting New Year's resolutions, but like they're definitely things that evolve throughout the year and like they're just different like goals and things I want to achieve. I think I've done it for the last few years, but then I feel very differently this year because my resolution is basically just move overseas and that's so like not tangible, you know, it's just kind of like, I'm just going to do it, you know? Yeah, it's more of a goal. A goal, I guess, yeah, yeah. But, like, I'm not making my regular New Year's resolutions. Like, I'd say my resolutions last year were, like, play 11-a-side soccer, which I never did. Um, oh, well. <laughs> one tra- one, with one training. <laughs> um, do a 5K run. Um, Like, all these, like, things. And this mm. year it's just not going to be that at this stage. Like, maybe when I get to Portugal and settle down, then I will do it. Yeah. But it's kind of weird for me this year. So, yeah, that's why I like the ins and outs thing, because that can kind of just, like, be more general. Yeah, it's more vibes than, like, putting pressure on yourself. And Yeah, I agree. Wait, have you made any New um, Year's resolutions this year? I, yeah, have I made, I don't know. I don't really make them in a concrete way. I'm sure I have, like, you know, everyone has those moments where you just, like, wake up at 3 a.m. and you're like, I'm going to change my life. Yeah, you're like, I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. every day and go to the gym. I know, yeah. No, I've definitely done that in the past. Oh, yeah, um, everyone has. But no, this year I I've kind of got like some some like things to focus on. More just like stuff that I think I didn't do well last year. I kinda mm. wanna be more like conscious of my sort of like habits, I guess. Mm. So one of them I mean these are in my ins and outs as well, um, is I want to buy less clothes. Mm-hmm. Because I buy a lot of clothes and like just crap, I don't need. Like, yeah. there's so many things I just buy like impulsively. So I'm like, I want to like not do that. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah. What else did I have? That was kind of the main thing. I'm like this year. I've been pretty good at it. I haven't really bought anything frivolous so far this year. So I'm like, hopefully I can keep that up. Yeah, that's and, like, good. Remember that. But yeah, that's sort of. I don't really. 
I mean, like, as I said, like, I want to buy a house, but that's not really, like, a resolution. That's sort of, like, yeah, like a, a goal. goal. Yeah. I and it's not year-specific, necessarily. Yeah. But I think you can set, like, goals and resolutions. I think goals and resolutions can be, like, interchangeable to be, like, I don't know. I, obviously, like, time is a construct, but I do think, like, the start of the year is a good point to be, like, okay, like, looking at my life this year, what do I want out of it? If anything, I think it's totally fine if you're, like, I just want to live my life and not, like have any particular resolutions because I'm very happy with my life as at the moment, which I think is totally fine. But I also think in relation to quarter life crisis, setting resolutions can definitely be like, I want to figure out what to do with my life or like, Mm. I want to do a career change because I'm having a quarter life crisis and I don't do my career. Like I think definitely can be that way. Like you're at a point where you're like, ah, like stressed or like wanting to totally change stuff. So like having that start point of the year to be like, cool. I do have another goal. Yeah. Um, I either want to like get a pay rise or like get promoted. Oh yeah, nice. So I'm saying that I'm putting it out, manifest, giving it a digital footprint. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, which I think is yeah. I don't know. I kind of like the yeah the whole New Year thing is like setting a time. Yeah. and I honestly like it. Like I know a lot of people don't, but I I'm a fan. But I also like set goals throughout the year as well. Like I'll be like, oh, this is this new thing I want to do. Yeah, let's set a goal for it. Yeah, I think I'm at, like, a point in my life where I do have, like, more stability where I can do stuff like that. Because, like, I don't know, my previous jobs, I've had no choice in, like, sort of how I, like, I didn't really have, like, career progression opportunities or anything. Yeah. But the job I'm at now, I'm like, maybe, (laughs) maybe I can. That's exciting. And stuff like setting goals, I'm like, maybe I actually will be able to have the energy to focus on goals because I won't just be, like, surviving, you know? Like, you know, when you're, like, a student, you're just, like, hungover all the time. Yeah, and, like, like, just trying to get through your degree. Yeah, But I feel like when you get to this point as an adult, you're like, okay, like, I'm in a a solid job now. Like, where's next? Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully that's the vibes. Yeah, I love it. Well, speaking of vibes, go, Rach. What are your ins and outs of the year? I'm sure we've got a couple overlaps, but... Yeah, there probably will be. My first in of this year, and again, another like thing I want to be conscious of is I want to live in the moment more. So I'm very what? prone. <laughs> Checking my phone as you say that. <laughs> Sorry, no, the irony. No, more like as in I'm prone to like overthinking and um, catastrophizing a fair bit. Join the club. <laughs> Join the club. Where I'm such so like that. <laughs> I like worry about the future a lot mm-hmm. um, and I'm just, like, done with it. Like, I just want to, you know, wake up and, like, enjoy the day and not be worried about things in the future because I can't control it. So, yeah, I want to be, like, conscious and... A therapist would be so proud of you right now. It's, like, such, like, like my therapist tells me this every single session. It's, like, (laughs) if it's out of your control, then don't worry about it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, or just, like like speculating on what could happen and always going to the worst case scenario like I <laughs> guilty <laughs> yeah I'm very prone to doing that so I'm like gonna try and not do that because I'm just happier when I don't do that yeah of course um my other thing I want to do this year is have like a more solid work from home routine because mm-hmm. like last year like when I was working from home I found I really sort of like blurred the lines a bit like I would work on the couch um or I would just, like, be doing my chores during the day and there was no real, like, separation between, yeah. like, work and home. So I wasn't, like, relaxed at home and at the same time I wasn't really getting anything done mm. at work. Like, I just wasn't enjoying it. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, I'm alone all day, like, doing nothing. But I'm like, I don't know, I could have, like, made a better routine where I could have, like, organised to see someone after work so mm. I can, like, shut my computer. Yeah. 
um, I'm not saying this in the sense of I was someone who was like working till 11 at night. Like I literally wasn't last year because I had yeah, but not just a lot like to do. <laughs> hard to switch off when you're just kind of like in and out of it all day, like doing other things. Yeah, yeah. Because when it was like COVID times, I had the beginning of COVID. Actually, even like the second year, I had this really good routine where I would finish work at like five, five thirty. Shut down my computer. I would get changed, mm, like I would, and yeah. I would go for a walk or something, yeah. or like go do some type of exercise. I'm not saying it has to be exercise necessarily, but I think this year I really need to like do the whole get changed, like shut the door in my study, sort of. Mm. Yeah, have be a bit more like yet yeah, deliberate in when I work from home. I think yeah. that'll make me happier. Yeah. My next in is Paloma cocktails. These are my favourite things in the Self-explanatory. moment. Self-explanatory, yep. Oh, my God, is that because in Bali you got... Yeah, yeah, I tried the first time in Bali and then I made them for our girls' trip mm-hmm. last year and I've been making them at home and they're just the best. They're so, so easy good. to make. Yum. Yeah, it's tequila, grapefruit juice and grapefruit soda and it slaps. So good. So good. Um, what else is in for me? Throwing stuff out I've written down because I hoard a lot of shit. This isn't the whole, like not trying to buy clothes thing. Oh, yeah. I'm on board with this. I'm about to throw out almost everything I own, so I'm on board with this for this year. <laughs> yeah, like, if, like I hold on to stuff that's broken or I don't use. Oh, me too. I just, like, put it in a box old. and just, like, pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. So I need to not do that because I'll be like, oh, what if I need it? Yeah. But you don't. No. You don't need it. You never need it. Um. Yeah, I want to be more, like, do more stuff on my own and just be, like, more comfortable in my own company. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I used to, like, during COVID, but I'm back to, like, COVID. Like, I was really, like, fine with being on my own. But now I'm, like, out of that. Like, I don't know, in the past couple of years, I've been, like, oh, I, like, need to, like, have a better social life. And I'm, like, my social life's fine, Rachel. Like, get <laughs> over it. Um, yeah. So, reading is in. Mm-hmm. Um, read more, I guess. Read more widely, which I do pretty much every year anyway, but I'll keep doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Podcasting is in. Hopefully we'll keep up the podcast somehow. Mm-hmm. So long distance podcast relationship. Yeah, we should have stay to tuned. About that. <laughs> stay tuned. Um, yeah, and I've written down work being in as well because I said I want to like get promoted yeah. or like get a pay rise. I understand that's not like quite in my control, but I'm like, no, I think it is. I don't know. I've been there like a year. Yeah. So hopefully. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So my ins for the year. Honestly, a lot of them like on a similar vein to yours. Um, mine, my first one is going with the flow because obviously I'm yeah. going to be doing a lot of things this year that I cannot like predict or plan. I think I'm pretty good at going with the flow, but I just want to be really like conscious about that to be like let things play out how they'll play out. And on that same line, being spontaneous mm. because yeah, I'm like if I get in my head that there's like a plan happening and then it changes, I don't really deal with that very well. Which I don't know what that is. I think I just like being in control. <laughs> Yes, Rachel's officially diagnosed me on the podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not. You're probably not wrong. Anyway, I like being in control, but obviously this year there's going to be a lot of things out of my control. So similar thing, I think, to like living in the moment. You know, I'm like, all right, be spontaneous. Don't worry about the future. You can't control it. Um, spending less time on my phone. I just. I just think I spend too much time on my phone. Although, talking to my dad, his phone screen time is so much higher than mine, and I have to be on my phone for my job, so that made me feel better about myself. Damn, what's he doing? TikTok. <laughs> oh, my God. Such he's a spent, time hole. He spent New Year's Eve, like, six hours on TikTok. Yeah. I was like, wow, Dad, what the fuck? Oh, when I had COVID, I definitely would have had 
high hours on TikTok. Oh, yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no, spending less time on my phone because I definitely did that over the holidays a bit when I was with my family. And I just really liked that, like, being more present and, like, not freaking checking Instagram every five minutes. I'll also find it easy to spend less time on my phone when it's not my job because I'm ditching mm. all of my – well, most of my jobs when I leave – um, that require me to be on my phone. So, yeah, hopefully that'll pan out. Um, similar vein to you, I've got read more, plus also listen to more audiobooks because I listened to, like, a few audiobooks last year and honestly, read them. So good. Um, like, I listened to Britney Spears' memoir um, <clears throat> as an audiobook. So, yeah, I really like that. Um, yeah, spending more time with loved ones. Obviously, that's only something I can do up until a point when I leave. Um, but then I think when I do leave, just making sure that I'm calling my loved ones and keeping in touch enough because I'm not super good. I definitely have a lot of long-distance friendships at the moment, but obviously every single one of my relationships, friends, family, is going to be long-distance this year. So making sure I'm being very aware and, like, honestly, like for someone like me, like kind of A-type, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm just going to create a roster and be like, right, let's go. <laughs> Time to call Who, you. <laughs> whoever I called in, like, a few weeks, let's go. Um, so, yeah, I think doing that. Um in making new friends because obviously I'm hopefully making new, lots of new friends this year. Also in saying yes to things along the lines of like spontaneity. Um, I also had one saying hi to random people on the street. I think it's I really am. nice when someone just says hi to you randomly on the street. So I'm going to try to do that more. Fixing broken clothes rather than just throwing them out. Oh, very sustainable. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm going to be sewing some buttons on a new dr- on one of your dresses for you. Um, yeah, I've got a few, like, things that need a little bit of fixing that are per- perfectly fine clothes. Just need, like, yeah, like a tiny little thing stitched up or a button added or something. Doing that. And more reality TV, I said, because <laughs> I love reality TV. Yeah. Put it in. Yeah, honestly. I love – well, it's already been – it's it's heavily in the basket. It's consistent but in. It will be continuing. Um, so, yeah. Um, all right. So, that's our ins for the year. I love it. I think we got some great ins there. I feel like you had some funner ones than mine, but that's fine. Um, outs. What are your outs, Rach? My outs. Oily food is out. Mm-hmm. I'm just – yeah. Makes me sick. Mm-hmm. Out. Renting out. <laughs> that feels uh, like really entitled of me to put in, yeah. but I thought it just kind of flowed nicely. Yeah, that's what flex, Sorry, flex. You know, you know, I'm a copywriter. I care more about the language than the context. That's <laughs> fair enough. Um, as I said, yeah, about clothes, wasting money on clothes or things I'll never use. Mm-hmm. Out. I like it. Um, putting unnecessary pressure on myself. Out. Love it. And my final one is socks with holes in them. <laughs> Outs. I feel like we both have like about broken clothes. I know. But I'm not going to get my socks stitched No, up. that's too far. I just have so many socks with ginormous holes in yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, me too. And I've been yeah, getting go. better. Or like I've got like undies that are like, you know what undies just get to the point where they're like, the elastics, like, you're losing the elastic yeah. and they just get really loose. And I just have to get to the point where, like, I'm wearing them and I have to be like, these under are so uncomfortable, so I just take them off and immediately put them in the bin. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, I like it. Okay, my outs are being anxious about things that are out of my control on the same vein as what we were talking about before. Worried about what people think of me. Also out, because I care too much what people think about me. I shouldn't. Uh, making plans every single night of the week, although I probably won't commit to that because I feel a desperate need to see my friends as much as possible before I leave. So I probably won't do that. I'm going to pretend that I'm going to. <laughs> um, and working overtime without extra pay. I don't do this, but other people shouldn't do this. <laughs> True. Yeah, I don't do this because I'm a freelancer, so I don't really have like hours and stuff. But uh, anyway, that's yeah, that's my outs for the year. So yeah, ins and outs for the year. Would recommend you make your own list. It's very fun. It can be as trivial or as serious as you like. Mm. It's fun. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, no, new year, new us, new ins, new outs. Yeah. I love it. I love, Um, I've got a screenshot from last year on New Year's Day in the group chat 
from the new after the New Year's party. Someone just messaged in um in drinking water out alcohol because like we were all hungover. Oh, for sure. And I was like, that's the perfect New Year's Day ins and outs. So yeah. Okay, so moving on to our recommendations to distract from your quarter life crisis. Rach, we've had a few weeks off, uh, you know, on holiday and stuff. So what are your recs? Yeah, so I'm going to recommend two podcasts I've been listening to. Uh, the first one is called Sentimental Garbage. I love that podcast. Oh, have you listened to it? So I've listened to only a couple episodes, but I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I only discovered it um, over the holidays. So it's hosted by Caroline O'Donoghue, who is... She wrote The Rachel Incident. Oh, that's on my to-read list this year. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I just love the premise of the podcast. So the premise is, like, talking – originally it started off talking about, like, chick lit. Mm -hmm. Um, But now it's kind of expanded into just, like, um, Caroline and a guest having conversations about things that are silly and girly. They did a crossover with Shameless earlier in the year. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how I listened to them. But I think I'd always listen to a couple episodes before that, like one with Dolly Alderton or something. Yeah. So they kind of take something that, you know, is like sort of a girly, silly interest, but then talk about it for an hour. Analyze it. I like it. Yeah. And I love it because so, it's all so these. Yeah. No, they have um like stuff that you, like for me, I was like, oh my God, of course I want to listen to an episode on this topic. So they did an episode on, like, the BBC Pride and Prejudice show. Oh, amazing. And then they did another one on the 2005 movie. Yep. And, like, comparing them. Um, and then they did an episode on the bo- the Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging books. Oh, so good. Yeah, yeah. So just, like, stuff like that that was, like, literally my childhood. Um, yeah, love it. Caroline's, like, so fucking funny. Um, the guests are funny. Mm-hmm. It's great. Great vibes. The other podcast I've been listening to at the moment is The Dropout. So this was a TV show as well about Elizabeth Holmes, the Theranos lady. I think I did listen to a little bit of this podcast at some point last year. Yeah. So it was recommended. This is kind of a bit meta. It was recommended by someone on Sentimental Garbage. Oh. Who said that was really good. So basically in the podcast, it starts off originally going through like Elizabeth Holmes's life, which was like what the TV show was. So I, I watched TV show, so I was, like, not interested. But then it goes through her trial. So she was, like, I think done for wire fraud because, like, people were investing in this company that basically had no product. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess, yeah, embezzling investors, wire mm-hmm. fraud, whatever. Um, And it kind of goes through, like, sort of what evidence was up on the stand and, you know, if you're interested in, like, the legal process and stuff – um. And just like wacky white collar crime, I've been enjoying that. So yeah, there's quite a few episodes. I the trial was is already done. It was during COVID. I don't know what the result is. Maybe it's already out there. I've just been like no spoilers, like yeah, avoiding yeah. it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I've been enjoying that too. Hell yeah, love it. Love some good pod recs. Um, okay, I apologize in advance because I have a very very long list of recommendations. Um, oh my god, you do. I, I consumed a lot over the break, especially because I had COVID. You know. To can distract myself. Um, okay, so I'm just gonna run through my list. Okay, first of all, I've started watching Ted Lasso. I even just started. Am it. obsessed, obsessed. Shout out to my friend Danica who literally forced me to watch this. She like stormed into my house one day, demanded my iPad, logged into her Apple TV for me. Thank you so much. And then she was like, "You have to watch it." And I'm up to like halfway through season two, and I am obsessed. I love it. I like 
I now understand what the hype is about. I feel like I was... I think I avoided watching it because it was on Apple TV and I was like, I don't fucking have Apple TV. Anyway, obsessed. I love it. Thank you, Danica. Appreciate it. Um, I also watched the TV show Strife on I watched that Binge. too, actually. Yeah. It's the one that is based on Mia Friedman's book, um, Work Strife Balance. It's about her women's media company, Mamma Mia, and how it started up. I personally am a big fan of Mamma Mia. Um, so it's like a fictionalised version of that. It's got Asha Ketty in it. It's on binge. Would highly recommend. Did you like it? Oh, I'll give you a bit of trivia. Um, the girl who's like the youngest writer on their team. Yeah. I went to school with her. Really? Yeah, I played netball with her. That's so cool. Yes. Wait, like the kind of gothy one? No, the, um, she's Indian. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The one that like get, keeps getting her ideas shut down. Yes. Oh. Olivia Junkia. That's I so cool. I just go with her. She's in my year. Anyway, the cast. She wouldn't know who I am, but. <laughs> I will. <laughs> the I cast know. was very good. Um, I think it was like actually a really good Australian TV show because I feel like, you know, Australian media can definitely be hit or miss. I think. There's, yeah, there's I been, thought that it was Ben I expected because there's so much. I usually hate Australian TV yeah, shows. Yeah, <laughs> I think they had like a lot of money behind them and also like there was a lot of promo for it everywhere that I saw. So yeah. And I just because I had female writers, it was good. Oh yeah. Oh, Australian yeah. male writers can be like so bad. Oh yeah, yeah. No, um, yeah, some of my favourite podcasts podcasters were on the writing team for it so yeah I really really enjoyed that and recommend I just love shows about journalism specifically women's journalism like you know the bold type oh my god I miss that show yeah it's like the Australian version of that kind of but not really but anyway I just love women's journalism content I know it's such a weird niche but I love it Mm. Um, I also just finished listening to the audiobook of Darling Girls by Sally Hepworth. Sally Hepworth never misses I decided to listen to the audiobook of this for some reason I feel like audiobooks I can only listen to ones where I like the voice of, so it's like I'm really picky when it comes to audiobooks mm. I listen to. I realised I only like listening to Australian women like read audiobooks, which is so weird. Like I hate American accents. I can do British if I must, yeah. but Australian women are like my – that's who I want to listen to. So honestly, listening yeah. to Australian women authors' books is become my audiobook niche. So Darling Girls, very great book. Um, I've also been watching old seasons of Vanderpump Rules if you just want some quality – quality trash reality TV. Watch the old seasons of Vanderpump Rules on 7 Plus. So freaking good. I'm obsessed. Um, and then also a little random recommendation. Go play mini golf. If you want like activity to do <laughs> with your friends or like a date night. Honestly, my family and I went to Holy Moly the other night. So much fun. I also went to mini golf the week before that with Nelson's family. Uh, so much fun. Oh, I played I've mini golf. so much mini golf with my family. I played mini golf like twice in two weeks. Honestly, such a great time. Very much enjoyed it. So if you're thinking about any little activity to do. Would recommend. So, yeah, sorry, that's my very long list of recommendations um, to distract you from your quarter life crisis. Yeah, well, thank you for listening, everyone. Yeah, welcome back. Um, we'll be back in your ears in a couple of weeks again. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>